Welcome, fellow lighting nerds and friends, to another episode of The Light Files, the lighting industry's podcast, powered by the Lighting Showroom Association and hosted by myself, Lisa Bartlett. Thank you for tuning in again this week. I appreciate it. Please do subscribe to the podcast, share the podcast, tell a friend about the podcast, have a conversation about the podcast, anything that involves the Light Files podcast you feel free to go ahead and do, um, other than make fun of it or don't listen. Let's stay away from that. But <laughs> just kidding. You can make fun of me if you want to. I put myself out there. I, um, I can, can take the, um, whatever the, what do you call it? Criticism, constructive criticism. Um, happy to receive it. But, um, you all know that the point of this podcast is to just start conversations, to get little ideas rolling around, um, for whatever that ends up being. Um, the idea is for us to spark conversations and concepts and ideas to talk to one another about and, uh, to move our entire industry forward by not being afraid to just have some of the difficult, challenging conversations that, um, I like most anybody else, um, that I know likes to shy away from. Um, but I don't think we should shy away from some of these things. Um, our industry is very important to how people live, um, to the quality of life. I'm not just saying that because I'm a full believer in it. I, um, well, okay, I'm a full believer in it, but <laughs> having, uh, great light in one's home turns out is very important to many, many of us in our moods and our happiness. And, um, and you can add ceiling fans into that too, because, uh, down here where I live, uh, have my ceiling fan on as I record because I desperately need it <laughs> and I can't afford to have my air conditioning down that low, <laughs> but my ceiling fan, not so, uh, con- all consuming on the power bill than the, uh, air conditioning. So, you know, it works as advertised to reduce your air conditioning bills. So there you go. Um, it's super important. <laughs> okay. Got myself on a side tangent there, but the whole point of this podcast is to, uh, just create engagement in our industry. So anytime you can share this podcast or have a conversation about it, um, love it or hate it. I believe it is useful in every way to helping us, uh, become better, do better, and grow as an industry. And that is what I am here for and what I believe will help us to all succeed long-term. So I have been thinking a lot today specifically about the challenges of leadership. And I'm just going to talk through some stuff here. I don't even know that I have a really particular point. Um, other than, as I've mentioned in other podcasts, it can be really, um, isolating to do what we do, right? So one of the things that drives me nuts when I'm scrolling on social media, y'all tell me if you have this experience too, if you're a leader in your business, I absolutely cannot stand scrolling the gram and seeing all of these memes and whatever about, um, I hate my job, work sucks, uh, my boss is a pain, whatever, whatever, my coworkers annoy me. To some degree, I get it, right? Like, because you are with your your work, quote unquote, family more than your own family in a lot of cases, like, I totally get how, like, personalities can, like, can conflict and things become challenging, blah, blah, blah. I totally get it. But I also think, gosh, if you're having that strong of a reaction to what you do, 
um, maybe it's not the right fit and posting an Instagram meme isn't the how you should be spending your time, maybe you should be looking for something that's a better fit for you and your personality. Like it just drives me nuts. I've had my fair share of bosses that were difficult to work for, um, work environments that were hostile. And you know what? When I had a hostile work environment, I found a new job and I left. I didn't stay and make internet memes about it. Okay. Well, in fairness to my age, um, there wasn't an internet meme thing available for that job because it wasn't, it hadn't existed yet. But anyway, (laughs) it just drives me nuts. So I've been thinking a good bit about like leadership and business and how, you know, what you're good at and what you're not good at and how this all like plays together and having like a great business and a great work environment. And I read something that really resonated with me. And then I had a conversation about like, it was a marketing strategy conversation for my showroom that sort of accidentally reinforced this same message about like leadership and knowing who you are. Basically what I keep coming back to is as a leader, as a business, I believe it is important that you know what your core competency is. So picking on myself, because it's the only person here to pick on as a leader, (laughs) uh, I'm not flawless for sure. I do have some strengths in organization, in time management, in keeping up with details and hopefully creating a like safe and fun work environment because I spend a lot of time on that. But I I do have some things that are my core competency as a leader. There are some things that are outside of my core competency as a leader. (laughs) Um, I am not this, you know, sometimes I think y'all probably think I'm nuts for putting all this out here because, you know, um, many people listen to this and you could judge me. I just want y'all to know as a little sidebar disclaimer about myself, I would say this anytime to anyone. Um, I feel like if you don't like hearing this stuff about me, um, I get it, but it doesn't bother me to be open about who I am and how I view the world. I'm not saying my opinion is the right one. I'm just saying this is my life experience and asking you what's yours because that's how I think we learn by me sharing my experience and asking you what yours is. That's how we learn and grow as individuals, as society, as businesses, what have you. So I'm not always the best at being like super emotional and engaged uh, on that level with um, my coworkers. Like I just, I'm at work, it's business, that's what I'm doing. I'm not like having drinks by the pool where we're chit-chatting about life. (laughs) I just, it's very like, I very much when I'm in like work mindset, I am in work mindset and there's not really a lot that's going to distract me because I'm here to get something done, to get this work done so that I can go on to playtime later on and feel like I was successful and accomplished a lot. So but I know from all the books and articles and everything that I've read that sometimes that can be off-putting as a leadership style, because I'm all business, no fun, right? I totally get it. So I often have spent a lot of time thinking like, how can I change that? How can I whatever? And look, as a leader, there's always ways that we can finesse things to do them better and uh, 
like, okay, well, that, that didn't work out. Let me not do that again. Like, there's definitely always things to be learning from. But what I keep coming back to is this concept of knowing your core competency and don't fight against it. And this is, this is totally random, but in this comp, this conversation I had about my business and, um, where I see it, it was just kind of broad conversation about like what my business is good at and where I see us growing. And then as I was thinking about the things that I have invested time and money in over the past few years, well, those few things didn't really line up with what I genuinely see as the core competency of my business. I felt like, okay, I have this core competency. Now I need to go try new things, new ideas, new, 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 and and let's do that. And there is extreme value in trying new things and new ideas and new concepts and new projects. And I would never, ever say, don't try the new thing. But what I would say is try the new thing, learn from it. And perhaps what you learn is that you need to double down (laughs) on your original core competency, or maybe find a way to like offshoot that core competency. So like you're still getting all that strength from what you know you're good at and just maybe like adding a layer to it. So instead of like going far out in right field, maybe you're just like staying closer in and keeping things more closely aligned with what you already know you're good at. And just like, as I was having this conversation, I was like, oh, gosh, why have I been trying to do that? That's not really what our business excels at. We excel at this other thing. And that's probably what I really need to double down and spend more time investing in and working on and building on that layer rather than running over here because it seems to be where everyone else is running to. And I think maybe I don't want to get left out, so let me go too. It just seems to be as a business or as a leader, there really needs to be this balance. I've said it before on this podcast, it really resonates with me that the answer to most things in life is both and instead of either or. So I think we both need to know our core competency and also explore new things. But in trying new projects, new skills, new ideas, and and learning about different parts of the world or different ways to manage or lead or whatever, that's all important to do. But if that if that new skill, if that new whatever doesn't really stick in a powerful way and become a competency all in itself, then I don't think we need to keep trying at whatever that thing is. We just need to know when to call it quits and be like, okay, I tried to learn. I tried to expand in this way. It's just not sticking. It's not resonating. It's not becoming a separate area of core competency for me. And I just potentially need to let that go and reinvest that energy and that time into something else that might pay off better for me personally, better for me as a leader, better for me as a manager, better for me as a business. And and that's what I'm going to shift to. And I think it can be like, you know, the sunk cost fallacy, like it can be really hard to pull yourself away from something you've spent a lot of time on. But definitely our hard conversations that we all need to be having with ourselves 
on an ongoing basis. Again, not just about ourselves, but about our businesses and everything else too. And what, you know, this is going to sound so dumb to say, but don't shy away from what you're good at. So as I just said, I'm very good with details and organization. It's my core competence as a human. It is my superpower (laughs) as a, that's going to be the name of this episode, by the way, what's your superpower? Um, It is my superpower as a human being. I am very organized. I'm very detail oriented. I um, can, it's just, it's actually what I love to do. It doesn't bother me at all. Love it. Enjoy it. Live in it every day. Love it. So knowing that about myself, I know it doesn't, if I try to not be that person, it's not really going to sit well on me, right? Like it's going to be like trying to put on a a dress that's like a size four and I'm clearly a size eight. It's not going to fit. It's not going to work out. Like let's not even bother. So there's just identifying this is who I am. This is how I operate and what I need and filling in the gaps around me um, of people that don't that are kind of uh, dissimilar and have other superpowers that maybe overlap with mine a little bit, but support mine and make my superpower and their superpower ever more amplified, right? Like together, we can be stronger than we are individually. And um, that is really what I have been focusing on in my business to further us, you know, trying to be like really strategic about making sure that there are people that are better at things, that there are people around me that are better at things than I am so that they can kind of help fill in those blanks. It's kind of a tough thing to admit to oneself, or it was for me, at least initially, it was kind of tough for me to admit to myself, like, yeah, you're just not good at that because I'm a perfectionist, right? I want to be good at everything. Like I want to be a, amazing at everything I try to do, but also I know that I'm not right. Like I have no hand-eye coordination. It's true. I am not good at it. I don't, I don't, if you're going to throw me a ball, I'm probably not going to catch it. <laughs> I'm just terrible at it. I have no hand-eye coordination. It's not my strength. It is not my superpower. Um, so it can be hard. Like that's an easy thing to admit to, right? But it can be harder to admit to something in leading a business that you're not good at because I think, especially I put this pressure on myself. I think I should be good at everything because I'm in this entrepreneurial position. I'm in this leadership position. So therefore leader, you must be good at all of the things instead of this just like subset of things. Oh, so I put a lot of pressure on myself. But, you know, I talk to other business owners and leaders all the time, and it's not like anybody ever says this quite the way I'm saying it, but I have an excellent, excellent friend in the industry who is really great at the interpersonal relationships. That is like what their business is built on. They do amazing at it. And you know what they're not amazing at? Organization and details. One of them is like, well, we, we should merge our businesses. We can take over the whole world. But the point being that we all have our own unique things that make us obviously who we are, the pretty snowflakes that we are. And, um, and, Uh, make us all different in uh, how we run our businesses and the employees that we hire and the things that we need to become a full, complete picture of a business. And 
I don't know. I just think it is super important to not only take time to reflect on what your superpower is or superpowers. You probably don't have just one. You probably have several. Um, like just take that time to reflect on that and take time to think about, okay, are the, is the energy I'm devoting to this project or to this idea, is that supporting my personal superpower or the superpower of my business? Like, am I reinforcing my business's core competency by spending time and energy on this program or this project? Or am I just kind of draining resources that probably aren't going to come back to us and I should really just redirect it in other ways? I don't know. These are just things I think we need to think about and keep top of mind. And again, yes, try the new thing. Try the new idea. Give it to, give it a shot for a year. See what happens. Really get into it. I'm not just saying try something a day and if it doesn't work out, abandon ship. No, that's not how life works. We need to commit and try things. But if you try things for a while, try this idea, try this on for a while, and you're just not losing the weight from a size eight to be a size four, uh, well, then let's just stop it with the buying of the size four things. We're never going to fit into them. This is a, that was a very <laughs> female oriented reference. Sorry, all of my gentlemen listeners, we could do, we could say, you know, size 36 pants to size 32. Same concept, right? Stop buying the size 32s if you're really a 36 and that's just where you're going to be and like, let's just love it and live it. So I think it is just really important, again, to think about this in your own personal level as a leader and as I've been a leader for longer and longer amounts of time, this becomes easier to have these conversations with myself about what I'm good at and what I'm not so good at. At first, again, I felt like I had to be excellent at everything, and now I'm a bit more forgiving of myself and understanding, okay, that's just not how your brain is wired up, and you're, that's not ever going to be your superpower. Now you can work on it. It can be something that we know is uh, I need to spend some energy on, and we need to strengthen that part of our being and how we lead, but it's not ever going to be my superpower the way these other things are. But you know what the good news is, is I have superpowers. We all do. So let's lean into that and then find other ways to fill in the gaps around us that make it all a more complete, wonderful, vibrant picture that is a great space to be in and work in and live in every single day. And so I know I'm bouncing back and forth talking about this on a personal level and a business level, but I think, I mean, the reason being, well, for me, the reason being is my business is really just very much an extension of me and my love and passion and everything I have for this job and this industry. So they're tied together in like a really specific way in my mind. <laughs> um, but when, you know, if the personal part of this conversation doesn't resonate with you, then maybe think about the business part of it and think about what is your business's superpower? Are you just amazing at selling to designers? Lean into it. Are you amazing at selling to electricians? Lean into that. Are you just amazing with retail customers and your location is perfect for retail foot traffic? Lean into that. Become even more of what you already know your best your best core competency is 
and then find ways to layer on top of that. Again, I think like, okay, so say you're really good at selling to designers, but you keep hearing about all these people selling uh, to electricians and you think, oh my gosh, uh, electricians install the product that I'm selling. Yeah, I need to follow that. Like, let me also get down that that path too. I don't want to be missing out. Well, the way that you might sell to a designer is probably going to be totally different than the way you might sell to an electrician. And just trying to go like 180 degrees from each other and make both of these things happen simultaneously, it's probably not going to easily happen. It just, if you're set up for option A, switching to option B is going to be real tough in the blink of an eye. Now, I'm not saying don't give it effort. Don't, don't, you know, don't even try. Sure. Yes, try. But when you try and are, you know, learn from the successes and failures as you try and say, okay, well, maybe I can't quite do it exactly like that. I need to pull it back and make it more like this other thing that we already do very well. So I just think we need to spend a bit more time working on the layering, like, okay, I've got this really solid base layer. Let me see if I can add just a little bit more to that layer and to the next and to the next and still create a vibrant, robust business that isn't just reliant on one income channel or one income stream, but it is still, you know, multi-layered, multifaceted, but building on what your real core competency is, what your superpower is. Don't ever forget what your superpower is. Try to gain more. Let's gain more. Let's get more coins. <laughs> let's gain more power. Uh, let's gain more uh, self fulfillment, more business fulfillment, business growth. Yes, keep after it. Keep trying. Keep learning. But don't ever lose sight of what your core strength is. And don't be afraid to double down on that core strength and really just make it even bigger than it was the day before. And if you try something new and it doesn't work out, learn from it, love it, take it as something that happened and move on. And there you go. Thank you so much for listening. I hope everyone has had a wonderful day, is having a wonderful day. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. It does mean the world to me. So until next time, everyone take care.